Welcome to the EchoCast episode 119. I'm going to call this one Agnostic Rainbows, and that will make sense once I talk about the state of the game. This is a podcast about The Division 2, its community news, speculation, and updates. I am Bon Diesel. I do Division stuff such as this podcast, Twitch streams, and YouTube videos, mostly about The Division 2. Please take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast on whatever platform you listen. It helps me out. It gets the show noticed, and I do appreciate it. This week, we've got State of the Game Recap, Division 2 News and Speculation, Community Topics, Listener Questions, and Content Updates. I want to thank this month's Patreon supporters, Hassan, Christian, Darren, Tim, and PK. If you would like to support the show and my other content, please check out patreon.com slash bondiesel. I am willing to do uh, some new promotions or merch or whatever. If you want to join as a patron or if you already are one, please give me your ideas. I am fresh out. Okay, so into the state of the game recap. This week we had Hamish, Nikki, and Johan talking about various updates with the game, including the new loot system and agnostic gear mods. They started to show off uh, some of the title update 11 uh, things, such as a graphic that showed uh, that there's a new game mode, which we know is Skyscraper, Season 3, new gear, appearance mods, loot improvements, and agnostic mods. They talked about the last two things during this state of the game, which we will get into momentarily. They did point out that there's no date for the PTS quite yet and just said soon. Um, And they also reminded everyone that next week, September 2nd, is when they are going to talk about the new Skyscraper PVE mode. Uh, So today the main topic was talking about the new gear system and the agnostic mods. So the new gear system is essentially going to work where um, all of the different brands uh, lean towards having a certain core attribute, either blue, yellow, or red. And the way the system currently is, is it's basically random what the non-core attributes can be. Um, and, and the way they're changing that, which has led to the rainbow loot system that everyone talks about rainbow gear. Um, so the way they're changing that is whatever the core attribute is, they originally said the first secondary attribute they originally said during the stay of the game, it, it would 100% always match the core. Now they've pulled back on that and said, there's going to be a chance it can be something different because Like with any change in the division, uh, even if it's something people have been calling for in mass, there's a small but loud contingent of people who love the way it is now. So apparently there's a decent number of people who really like being able to have a blue or a red roll on their yellow skill tier core attribute. 
Um, so they're still giving that a chance. They didn't say what the actual rate will be. My guess is it'll be like 85 or 90%. So basically the idea is that most of the time when gear drops now, you'll have your core attribute, red, yellow, or blue. And then the first attribute will almost always match it. Will be the will be in the same category. And then if there's a third attribute, depending on the gear, uh, not gear sets, basically, uh, there's there's going to be a chance it will also be the same as the core, but it looked like there's only a 10% chance of that happening. So, you know, I think they're doing that because you can use the recalibration or whatever it's called uh, to take to change it if you want like an all red piece of gear or something like that. So they did say that named gear would work with this, but they did say that will kind of depend though, because some of the named gear pieces uh, have a perfect talent where this system will definitely work, but some of the named gear have a perfect attribute. So I don't really know how that's going to work and we'll have to kind of wait and see, I guess. Um, they did also include that gear sets will be part of this, which means that whatever the gear sets core attribute is, it will always have the same, uh, like secondary attribute. Uh, and then they did say that guns are not included in this change because it wouldn't really work. They have a different set, a uh, different system. And, and that was really about it. They talked a bit about the manhunt. There's uh, some patches and stuff coming lately. Um, they, they thought they fixed the PlayStation blue screen issue, or at least mostly fixed it. Um, I'm sure some people are still having that. I'm not really sure what's up with that. I kind of wish they would like vaguely explain it. Um, again, my guess is I've been hearing it's mostly happening on the original PlayStations. So I just wonder if maybe the game is just overwhelming those systems a bit. Cause I believe it happens specifically when certain skills are used, which is really odd. So th there just must be something in the system that's overwhelming the, 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 the PlayStations and making them blue screen. So, um, and then they, they, they showed a bunch of other stuff as well. They talked about the, the manhunt, which I will go over and, uh, and yeah, so with the PTS kind of my thoughts on the show, um, I think the PTS will probably start next at the end of next week after they talk about the skyscraper mode. Um, I, I do still wish they would just do one round of PTS on consoles just to give people a chance to, you know, it's it's a large part of the player base, uh, especially between the two systems. I would argue it's probably more than half, and at least. And I think it just is a bummer to make these big changes, uh, even though I don't know you know if there's necessarily gameplay changes happening per se. But I, I understand there's a big issue with uh, the approvals on on you know the Xbox and PlayStation side, and that's why I think even just one round of it would be nice. Um, I, I think that there was some bad planning with the one console PTS they did in division one and some miscommunication that was honestly just on their side from my recollection. And I think it's a little bit, I don't know. I, I don't think that what happened in the division one with that PTS is really a very good excuse because that was really kind of on them and not really on the the limitations of the consoles for the pts but it's not going to happen they've made it pretty obvious that they're only doing pc pts so whatever i'll move on um i also hope they don't have uh, the skyscraper mode in the pts and if they do that it's super duper limited um we're under the impression there's 
100 floors uh, to the skyscraper mode that you have to get through. I wouldn't want there to be more than five, maybe. My guess, and, and from the leaks, and this is spoiler warning, I guess, is supposedly every 10 levels you have like a checkpoint. Um, so maybe the first 10 to the first checkpoint, but not anymore. Um, because really it just kind of ruins everything to really show it at all. In my opinion, uh, it's a PVE mode. So I really don't think they need to show it on the PTS cause it's not like there's any like PVP balancing or something. So I don't know. That's just me. I guess I, I don't, I don't. Because what it turns into is basically content creators using it for easy content and essentially showing it like a demo or like an early access rather than actually testing it. Um, I've personally always been skeptical of the PTSs that I highly suspect that 90% of the useful feedback they get is just from the data that they collect um, of people's playing and really very little from the actual players dialogues because when you see the reactions people have to things on the pts it's it's the same as always it's just a bunch of people with different opinions arguing about who is right about stuff and um and, and often i don't believe that the things that people want even end up happening so i don't know that's just my take on it um I also really hope that they actually hide any future content like this time uh having season two, three, and four kind of spoiled, uh, and the skyscraper mode revealed. Um, I, I actually am kind of mixed on it because I think it sucks. I hate, I feel bad for developers and, and people involved with the game, um, because they, they work really hard on this stuff and to have it spoiled sucks. Um, but I'll be totally honest, uh, reading through the spoilers and digging through them, uh, kept my excitement for the game going because if I didn't know, um, what's, and the thing is, is that it's actually kind of vague, uh, in, in season three and four, um, season two stuff was pretty clear, uh, from the leaks. So it was actually pretty spoilery three and four. There's definitely spoilers in it, but it's also kind of vague. So there's still a lot to know. And, uh, there's, we still don't really know how season four ends, uh, even from the leaks. Uh, so there's some hint to it. Uh, but I don't know. I, I think season four is going to end up um, leading to a division three announcement still, if you want me to be totally frank, uh, but, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, so, but at the end of the day, I still hope that they don't have any of that stuff in there. Um, as for the loot changes, I think they're awesome. I think they're really good. Um, I think the agnostic gear mods is actually probably the best one. And I hope surely that's one that everyone can agree on because it shouldn't hurt anyone. Um, with the fact that they're changing the first attribute from being guaranteed the same as core to just most likely being, I think that's probably a better choice. I've never really hated rainbow gear because I, I think it makes it, I mean, that's part of the game, right? Like you're not supposed to just get everything the first time you try. Um, it's, it's about that, that perfect piece dropping or that piece that is one roll away from being perfect that you can do. Um, I, I've always felt like that's the whole point of division. <laughs> so I, I think people being, um, you know, and so when I have gotten those pieces that say I'm looking for all red and it drops a two red or even three, you know, that that's really exciting. And now I feel like this system uh, is going to make that way more common and a little bit less exciting. But, um, and I even say that as someone who doesn't really play a ton, 
and I still enjoy that. So I, I don't know. I, I think the people who spend a lot of time on this game just don't feel like their time is as respected as they want it to be. I have kind of mixed feelings on that personally, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, at the end of the day, I think that these changes will definitely adhere to kind of my concept I've talked about of always trying to make at least two thirds of your community happy. Um, and, and I think this, these changes do that. So, um, I congratulate them. I think this is a good change. And, um, and that was kind of really all to talk about with the, uh, with the stay of the game this week. So next week, obviously though, there will be probably a lot more to talk about and speculate on as we learn at least a little bit about the skyscraper mode. Um, that they've they've tried to really hammer it in that it's not the underground it's not resistance it's it's a new thing um and ever since division two released i i've honestly grown extremely tired of and and super annoyed with people just being we want survival we we want you know actually last stand is the only mode i really think that like needs to come back as a pvp mode um but but survival it I get it. It was like a cult classic, you know, and I understand why people are passionate about it. I really liked survival as well, but it got really boring. And sometimes I kind of feel like people kind of got like a Stockholm syndrome with survival and kind of convinced themselves. They liked it a lot more than, uh, well, not that they liked it more than they do. Obviously they can like it as much as they want, but that it was better than it was because it's not, it's static. It's the same thing every time. Uh, really the only thing that changes is the route you take and whether or not you run into someone. Um, and, and, and in my opinion, PVP, once you enter the dark zone, uh, tended to be not really all that great anyways. Um, PVP outside of the dark zone and survival, uh, I would argue is probably the best PVP division has ever had, uh, but that's a discussion for a different day. So, um, I, I don't want the skyscraper, the bee, the underground, even though I really like the underground uh, or survival and so on. Um, I'm happy that they keep saying that it's a whole new thing, whether it really is or not. We'll have to wait and see uh, what you'll also have to wait and see is what I'm going to talk about after this mid roll. Okay. So some division two topics, community topics, listener questions and content updates. We'll start with the division two topics. Um, just kind of my general thoughts on the season two manhunt. Um, so I try hearted the, the final, uh, manhunt target and then Hornet, uh, when it came out on Tuesday, actually I stayed up way later than I should have and did it. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. Now the actual, uh, Titan, uh, was fine. Again, I, I like doing control points and bounties. Uh, so actually the most annoying part about those missions to me is honestly the doing the missions. Uh, I, I don't really care for doing those most of the time, uh, especially the, the, the Pentagon ones and the New York missions are just so damn long, but, uh, but I got through them and I did tighten it. You know, I, I don't really have any comment on that. Uh, the, the, those manhunt targets are just glorified bounties. Uh, so I'm not, you know, the only really interesting thing about them is that they have the, uh, what the, 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 the red gas grenades. And so they can jack you up if you're not careful, but eh, you know, it was fine. Now the Hornet on the other hand, um, I guess, spoiler warning, if you haven't done finished the manhunt yet, uh, but he, uh, you do your final mission against him in a, pretty well modified tidal basin, uh, stronghold mission. 
So uh, I found that mission to not be quite as unique uh, mechanically as the first one was on Roosevelt Island, um, but I found it way more fun. Um, I felt that the um, that that first uh, manhunt uh, final target that mission on Roosevelt Island was just like tedious to me. I didn't really find it to be fun. Um, I, I, I was, it was really just kind of frustrating because the, I don't think the mechanic is explained very well. And I don't think the mechanic works super consistently. Maybe I'm wrong. Feel free to tell me so. Um, so I found this Hornet mission to maybe not be quite as like surprising from a mechanic standpoint. Um, but I found it more enjoyable. Uh, and so the big, I guess twist in this mission is that one, you get the new skill, uh, like halfway through the mission, you don't kill the target to collect it. Uh, and not only that, but the, uh, you, you get assistance over the radio, uh, by it from someone who ends up uh, actually hacking a warhound robot for you. And you actually attach the skill to the warhound and, uh, and that, Warhound helps you through the mission to get to the, the final area, which again is the, the big giant hovercraft to fight Hornet. Um, and I actually found that really cool. I, I really enjoyed that. That was, a uh, that was something that was leaked, uh, in the, 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 the last document, um, that came out from the last PTS detailing the seasons and skyscraper. Uh, and I thought that was a really cool little mechanic. I really enjoyed that mission. I thought it was actually fun to play through. Um, and I found the little final battle against Hornet to be, uh, you know, it was fine. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, th there's basically just a mechanic where you need to blow up some boxes, uh, by placing charges on them. Um, you know, I, I could have dealt with it being maybe a little bit more of an interesting fight. Um, but you know, it was fine. And then I beat him, and, and I actually really enjoyed, um, that final manhunt mission. Uh, I like title basin as a mission in general. Um, and then, uh, so the big thing about it, I think is all of the, the Intel that you got from, from, from that. So th there's a lot of kind of past conversations you come upon between Keener and Hornet. You kind of learn more about their relationship. Um, yeah, you know, it's nothing that crazy. It, it did kind of crack me up at the very end after you kill Hornet. Uh, they, I think Manny or someone comes up over the radio and is like, okay, Isaac has confirmed this time Hornet's actually dead. Cause something I said before was that, uh, it, it's worth keeping in mind that because Hornet died in the first game and then was, and then got plot armor and came back, um, it, it should be at least considered that basically no character in the game, uh, is definitely dead really ever uh, you know obviously there's some situations where you know people are for sure dead but um i, I think there's at least some consideration to uh like i kind of i kind of don't like that it, this happened with colonel bliss in the first game where people were like well his helicopter crashed but are we sure he died uh you know so we'll have to see about that um, again, there's a lot of conspiracies from people about whether or not Keener is actually dead or, or if someone rescued them away after you left, uh, you know, the Manhattan or, um, oh, the, the Island with the Statue of Liberty, whatever it is. So, um, I, I enjoyed this manhunt. I thought I like the manhunt targets. I think they're fun. Um, again, because I like control points and bounties. Um, I do wish they were a little more interesting. I do wish there was a, a little bit more to, 
the the targets before the final. I like that the final enemy always has some type of um, of modification to a stronghold. Uh, I wish the other targets during the manhunt were as unique. Um, I, I this is kind of spoilers, I think. Uh, but for the next two manhunts, um, the first two manhunts have been at strongholds for the final mission. I believe the last two are as well, or at least one of them. I think the last one isn't. I think it's somewhere else, and and I'm pretty sure about that, so I won't spoil it. But I believe the next one is at the zoo. Uh, so we'll have to see about that one. I like the zoo mission, but man, I hate how it is just such a long freaking mission, whether it's the outcast one or the invaded one. So I can only imagine if, if the final manhunt is at that, I just be prepare your butts, I guess, because it's probably going to be kind of nuts. So, um, I'm excited for that though. I just really wish I understand why the seasons take you know, are so spread out the way they are just simply to, to extend the content and make sure people don't burn through it in a week. Um, but I kind of wish there was just enough content to fill that time instead of artificially spacing it out. But regardless, I'll be excited to do season three, which seems like it's going to be coming along with season, uh, or with title update 11. Uh, the second topic, I actually kind of just wanted to pop in cause it just kind of occurred to me. Um, but I would, I would like to get, and I don't, I highly doubt there's still a decent number of people listening to this show. I, I kind of doubt any of them are with uh, massive or Ubisoft. Uh, if you are uh, DM me, let me know. I'm actually kind of curious, uh, but I would like to hear from Julian or, or really any of those like higher ups at massive um, just about the game, how they felt about the release about how it's been received, about how content has released since, what they think of that content. Uh, they could even maybe talk about things that they wish could have happened but didn't. Uh, you know, I, I just, I like, I think Julian's an interesting guy. Um, and, and I like his, I would like to hear his insight. Uh, and, and I think it kind of stinks that, you know, before the game comes out and when it comes out, you know, we kind of hear from them and then they kind of disappear. Um, I assume if there's a third game coming, um, I don't want to assume that the same people will be doing the same things that they did with one and two, but uh, I would say there's always that chance that there's kind of a running team that, that takes the game after the first year or so and, and does you know the content that we've been getting, uh, and then they start to work on the next one. But there's really no serious rumors or, or anything other than just speculation about that. So... I don't know. I would just kind of like to hear straight from the horse's mouth uh, how things are going and how they feel about it, the ups and the downs. Um, I honestly feel like Julian's always been pretty blunt about when he thinks things aren't going well and so on. Um, so I, I just, I, I would really like to hear, obviously I like hearing from Hamish and Johan and, uh, and Yannick and those guys, but I, um, it would just be kind of nice to get that, uh, that higher up or even like a, like a podcast, like a separate show or something that they record privately, uh, to maybe make sure there's no leaks or anything. But, um, I would just really, I think it'd be cool to hear from them. I, I, um, I, I think a lot of people who are invested in the game would enjoy hearing from, from that kind of upper echelon of the development team. Uh, and then the third topic is just kind of for fun is just kind of wondering where the movie is. So um, the last news we got about the division movie 
is that uh, Netflix acquired the rights to it. It would, it would become a Netflix movie. Um, I know some people see that as like a big scary thing, um, but Netflix, it has a lot of misses when it comes to its movies, but it's also got a lot of hits, man. Um, I won't go on too much about it. And this isn't maybe the best example in the world, but that Eurovision movie is so good and it has like really serious star power in it as well. So, and, and it's a really high product. Even if you don't like the movie, it, it's, it's a, the, the production value of it was extremely high. Um, it, it's, I mean, it's a, f- it could be, you could watch that movie in a theater and it would fit. Right. So the division movie going to Netflix isn't a big deal. Um, and even I think it was towards the beginning, I want to say around April or March, um, the, the director that's supposed to be doing the division movie was interviewed about it and talked about it. Um, and we know that the two main stars of the movie are supposed to be, um, Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. And of course I can't remember, uh, oh yeah, of course I'm a Jessica Chastain. And I know the chatter then was that they both had projects that they were currently working on and that were coming up soon that were both ahead of division. And then obviously, and kind of some irony, I guess, uh, a worldwide pandemic hit. And so I assume that's pushback everything. Um, so I'm kind of curious to what we're looking at. Um, some people did speculate, which I actually did think was kind of interesting that even, you know, if they began shooting towards the end of next year, this year, or sometime next year, a potential speculation is that there could be a division three release, uh, towards the beginning of 2022. And if they started the movie at the end of this year or did it next year, there is a potential that they could release the movie on Netflix and a new game all at the same time. Um, I'm still, I still think that we're going to get a division three announcement, uh, next March. So here in what, however many months, uh, seven or eight months, whatever it is. Um, I think that's, what's going to happen. And so actually those timelines matching up would be, uh, interesting uh, is what I'll say. As for what the movie is at this point, I still think that it's going to be like an origin story of the shade. It's either going to in back, you know, in, um, in like flashbacks or in real time, it's going to show, uh, I think Jalen Hall is going to be keener because I think he looks like him. Uh, and I think they're going to show keener before he was recruited. They're going to show the training for shade agents and kind of explain what's going on and then show the virus hit and then show like kind of the early days of the virus hitting and the shade agents being activated and then things happening to keener to show why he turns. And I think, um, and, and I think she is going to be one of the people in his, uh, in his squad and who's going to watch him turn and then end up having to fight him. Uh, and we'll see what Chastain's role, but I, that's my guess. I think it's going to be like an origin story or like a prequel to the first game, which I think is perfect. I would love to see that. That's exactly what I would like to see from it, uh, to kind of give some depth to those characters. Okay, uh, some community topics. The big things I saw talked about this week were talking about the skill variants, uh, specifically talking about the new one you get from the end of this manhunt and whether or not they're even like worth it or whether they're that good. I'll be totally honest. I kind of feel like most of the skill variants are just there because they had kind of a set number 
of skills and variants that they were supposed to make and they kind of just made them work. Um, I think that they're cool. I think a lot of, even some of the skills in general, like there's just variants like the bombardier drone and stuff that like, that's a very powerful skill, but I know on console, it's, it's almost impossible to make it work effectively or efficiently. And I can't imagine it's that much easier on PC. And then you have situations like there, there, there's just a lot that I just don't really think are, yeah, are really worth it. Um, and I found that I, I've almost ended up basically using the same skills I used in division one, but maybe that's me. So I, I almost feel like with skills that could have been like a less is more situation. Um, because the, the two skills that we've gotten with, uh, the, the two manhunts, I, I don't, I'm not aware that they're very popular. I know this healing trap isn't popular at all because I think the big issue is that there's not very many skill variants that another skill, uh, isn't better. So like this healing trap, uh, it's cool. I guess the problem with it is that I don't think it's better than any of the other healing options. Uh, if anything, it's, it's actually kind of significantly worse because of how it works. So I don't know. I, I almost would love to see like a pass on all the skill variants, but I just don't think that's going to happen. So I don't know. I'm kind of curious about that. If you disagree, or if there's maybe a unpopular skill variant that you really like, uh, let me know. I'm curious. Uh, I also saw on the subreddit that a four man iron horse completion happened this week. And that's crazy. <laughs> um, I'm all, uh, if you listen to the podcast, you know, I'm not really that big of a fan of the raids. I think that they were kind of a waste of development time and money, but I will not take away from watching the, the most recent raid, especially see, uh, people being able to four man. That is nuts. That's very impressive. So, uh, Hats off to them. That's very cool. Okay, I've got two listener questions. The first one is from Pasqual. Oh, geez, old Pete's Siva, Siva Ratis. Siva Ratis. I'm so sorry. Uh, on Discord, uh, I'm just a. I'm. I'm an idiot. Just deal with me. Uh, Pasqual says, "I've uh, I've often wondered why headgear never made it as an actual gear slot." Uh, in either division one or two, there would be a lot of possibilities with uh, mods for headgear, um, upgraded comms or Isaac functionality, not to mention the protection from headshots. Uh, what do you think of the idea? Uh, and do you know if massive ever considered this? So I don't know. Um, so let me come right out and say that uh, I can pretty much guarantee that at some point someone was like, Hey, should we add uh, new gear slots? Uh, and should helmets be one of them? I can, almost promise or headgear, I guess, uh, that seems very likely, um, as someone who recently has played way too much escape from Tarkov, um, headsets and helmets are a very big part of that game. And I think there's a, um, uh, I would like to see that. So what I was hoping actually for division two was that we would get more gear slots or, or something, or maybe even drop some ones that we have now, like if you told me that we no longer had uh, a glove slot, that they replaced the gloves uh, with a helmet slot, um, that would be awesome. And then even if they added a headshot protection uh, stat to that, 
um, for PvP purposes, or I guess even PvE, uh, that would be interesting as well. I'm too dumb to know how they would need to balance that and how that would all work, because um, then they would have to change how they prioritize how damage is done. There's all kinds of stuff with that. But yeah, I I would love to have that. I think uh, a head slot, a headgear slot, uh, would be really cool. Either by adding it as a whole new gear slot. Or getting rid of one, uh, like the gloves. I don't know. The gloves are kind of cool, I guess. Uh, you could always just include the gloves with something else. But, um, yeah, I, I would love that, but I personally don't know. Um, I don't know for sure that they've ever considered that, but I can pretty much guarantee that I'm sure somewhere on the cutting room floor, there's an idea for headsets. Uh, so thank you for the question. I appreciate it. Uh, the next question comes from, uh, Jernsome, uh, on discord as well uh, is your ratio of playing division two to other things going down or is it constant uh, so it's actually gone up a ton so um i went through probably a, a couple months i want to say it was after escape from tarkov did its last big patch and they wiped and uh, for like two months after that i only really logged in to the division uh, basically to not lose my clan <laughs> if you want me to be totally honest uh, and to do the manhunt targets when they would pop up uh, but i would do that in a night basically maybe two uh, or during stream on the weekends and um it's actually gone up a lot i definitely went through uh once the season started and i realized that the manhunts especially were kind of not super overwhelmingly cool but fine uh and especially as i figured that i really don't like um the global events i think they kind of suck actually i don't really think the leagues are really all that fun to do uh, they're fine i guess uh, but i more do them um passively i guess and uh I, I definitely felt a little burned out and stopped playing as much so, uh, but more recently I've actually kind of switched into something that happened with division one with me as well, where I am kind of just enjoying playing the game. I'm hyper burned out on escape from Tarkov. That game has broken me. Um, I've actually gotten pretty good at it. Um, but I've kind of completed this wipe and I don't really have much to do. So I've definitely found myself playing uh, a lot more division two lately. And, uh, and, and that's a good thing. Um, I know in the rest of your question, you kind of said that you've waned. I, I've only played a, a relatively small number of hours, um, seven or 800 hours compared to some people who have put in thousands already. So, um, I think I'm actually kind of glad I took that break because now I'm not burned out and I'm actually really enjoying just playing, doing bounties, doing control points and just enjoying the game. Uh, as we kind of wait for more content, especially the skyscraper. Uh, the final thing here for content updates, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with streaming. I do plan on streaming this weekend on Saturday and Sunday um, because I'm going to have to kind of wait till title update 11 to really have new content in season three. Uh, but I am still pushing towards the hundred rank for the seasonal rank. Um, I've been playing a lot of elite activities and control points and i've really been enjoying that and i begrudgingly want to finish the hunters because i believe when you finish the hunters you get a uh an, an all black gear skin that actually dyes everything black which i really want so that will probably be what's on stream this weekend and uh, that's what i have there's actually a storm rolling in so i need to make sure we're not about to get blown away um 
I am Bond Diesel on Twitch, or you can check me out on there when I'm streaming, mostly on the weekends. You can check out my Twitter at Bond Diesel or at the EchoCast on there. Uh, last, if you want some cool EchoCast or Bond Diesel merch, check out Design by Humans dot com slash shop slash Bond Diesel or just search Bond Diesel on their website. That's all I have. So until next time. I'm <laughs> sorry.